Today is the faith. And uh, we learned in the Mishnah that in Eretz Yisrael, they made a few, uh, instituted a few rules for the benefit of the land. And one of them was you're not allowed to raise sheep and goats, behemadakas, in Eretz Yisrael, because they wander off and, and graze in other people's pastures. And uh, they're, they're, they're basically stealing. And plus Rashi started off saying, because the Yish of Eretz Yisrael, because we want the, the, the land of Eretz Yisrael, to, the landscape to look beautiful. And this, you know, they're going to be eating from here and there, and it's going to make it's going to mess it all up. So it's it's either because of Yitzhak Echesro, which they would mean distinct to Echesro, or because generally it's a Jewish area and the animals will be stealing from others. It's only a takana. Um, uh, but uh, when it comes to large animals, the Bryce has said you can have like cows because we have no choice. How, how are you going to plow your fields? Comes to goats, you have a wedding, you have a yamtiv, you import it, we give you a 30 day window, you can bring it in. And they have 30 days till Yamtiv, and then I don't care if you brought in a week before Yamtiv comes. Yamtiv, you have to finish consume it, and that's ended. When it comes to Behemagasa, um, we say it's exedish ein reiv hatzibur yuchain lamba. It's exedish that's too difficult to make, so we are going to allow them to have it. Yes, sir, what are you going to say? Does anybody have to throw? Okay, but it says okay, we also learn the mission shouldn't have a chazarim because of a story that happened regarding the churban based on Migdash. We'll, we'll see in a few blocks. Terrible story. That's what happened when siblings fight. And um, and the other one was you're not allowed to raise a dog. And we no no location at all. It's, it's everywhere. It's ubiquitous. But we also highlighted very important that in the mission when it says you shouldn't have the lawyer godless caliph, it does not add the word ra. Even though we're going to learn the Gemara that says Ra, you know, and Rashi, even Rashi translates here in Mefarish as if it's Ra. It barks, it intimidates, it might bite someone, and therefore it's causing harm. You shouldn't have that in your house unless it's in a leash. Yeah, but that could even be without a Ra. Any dog you shouldn't have unless it's a Shashalis. It doesn't say anywhere the word Ra. It's a critical word that's missing. So that's why. So when it comes to shepherds, dogs, no question. Yeah, right. None of that. We said yesterday, as a measure, it says that every yid left in time with dogs. That's why every, by the way, my father used to say, the only way to live your life is, is, to, is that your heart and what you say should be the same. That's what they left in China. That's what they learned. Oh, well, no, you don't have to say everything that you're late. <laughs> Okay, good. But at least don't say things. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Very good. So, <clears throat> anyway, the up to the Gemara, two lines on the top of the page. Shalut Tamidim as Rabbi Gamliel. The Tamidim as Rabbi Gamliel. Asking, are you allowed to raise sheep and goats? Amalehem muti, you allowed to. You're allowed to. So they said to him, but now nah, didn't we learn? Ain't Megadli not allowed to. Um, um, are you allowed to? Uh, you're not allowed to raise it, but we said you're allowed. There's a window you're allowed to bring in. So once you bring in, can you hold on to it for a while? allowed to. As long as you make sure that you don't go out and let it pass. No, monitor it. That's cool. That's what we're worried about. We're worried about it doesn't go out to other people's fields and pasture and so on, ruin the landscape, steal and so on. Make sure you don't do it. 
he's going to steal from others. That's what, What's the problem? Why can't you have a goat? Because a goat goes into other people's fields and steals. And you're the Bala boss. Sorry. Ah, once you make a Xeta, that makes a difference. Just like we learned, you know, I'll read before a candle, even if it's 10 stories high. You know, but even if it's 10 stories high, I can't still tell. Once you make a Xeta, there's no, no exceptions. So... Yeah, but it could be anybody. Oh, who is he? <laughs> right. So maybe it was those who are Gamliel. So maybe, or maybe it's not. Oh, for sure, he was somebody. If the Gemara called Machasadecha, you can trust him. He never sinned in his life except this, this is Aveda. He's all right. But the point is, from here, they want to learn out that it's Bekuach Nefesh, but because, and this is, look how far we go. He didn't steal from his friends because he might steal from his friends. And Ahmed. He, he, the chance of him is, is negligible because it's tied to his bedpost. And the whole thing is exhaled the Rabbanon. And for Desa, he's allowed to save his life for that. So they use this Gemara as a raya that Pekuach Nefesh does not push away. Um, saving your life does not push away. Uh, give you the right to steal from somebody else to save your life. Okay, we're up to the two dots that pay him at Aleph. And we're talking about if you're allowed to raise domestic animals, you know, goats or sheep in Israel, and we said you shouldn't. And Shulchan says that today you're allowed to because most, this is in the time of Shulchan because there are very few Jews living and have property in that. So also, whose fields would they be taken from? Amr Rabbi Shmuel says, Rabbi Shmuel says, those who lived in the upper Galil, that's where we lived. So why was it eventually destroyed? They allow. They used to go ahead and they used to pasture in the forests, and um, the donin didn't for a few reasons. This is the, all the mistakes that they made in the upper Galil. Number one is right in the middle of the page. Pay it out. That they used to have uh, goats and sheep and let them pass, uh, graze in the in, you know in the forest in the, in the in number one. The donin dini mamlis beyachid. We're supposed to have a bezin of three, and even though technically we're learning mix and hedrin that you could have a bezin of one only if you're a mumcha, but they used to make that as a as a general practice. And so now, what's the problem? Lachida was a forest, and the forest bordered their houses. And we learned before that you're allowed to in the we learned in the Mishnah in the midbaris in the wilderness you're allowed to in the forest you're allowed to. So what's the problem? And they were destroyed. In the fire itself, somewhere in between, there's like a surrounded in the by on all sides of the fire, there was a little field, and the animal would, would gray, you know, would wander about the fire, they would cross that little field. And for that reason, for that reason alone, they were punished. And 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 the entire because they didn't listen to Chachamim. And according to some of Barshim, the field belonged to them. That little that little field in between the fire was their own field. But because the Chacham made a Gzeru, and, and the field looked like everybody else's, now the, the rabbis were showing here how how one has to abide by the Takanas of the Chachamim and the punishment, because it says, you know, that if you, you know, it's like a snake, that the, the, that the punishment of defying the Rabbonim are, in a way, sometimes is worse than defying the Torah, because people treat it lightly. This whole idea of not raising goats and sheep is only the Rabbonim, because maybe this is going to happen. And but the forest allowed to so here they you know the forest bordered there was contiguous to the house property blah 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 they had a little field in the middle they shouldn't have done it the entire upper galil was destroyed because of that it's an amazing thing amazing thing um something more further turn about me roya if you have a shepherd or 
a shepherd who shepherded his own animals, and he did shuva. In other words, he he had he shepherded his own goats and sheep, and he shouldn't have had it in Israel. But he's now he's contrite. He's filled with remorse. You don't force him to make a, a fire sale because what happens then he sells it at half price because everybody knows he has to sell it and, and he'll, he'll, he'll incur a loss. Come have a little compassion. Slowly sell them one at a time. Let him recoup his full expenses because he wants to do chuba. We want to encourage people to chuba. If, if he can make a suffer a big loss, he might not do it. And this is even a bigger Kiddush. A ger like His father was a guy, and his father owned dogs and chazerim. Obviously, the father, and, he, and and now that he's eating all the habit, but he didn't buy it. In the first case, the raya, he bought it. He, he 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 did not listen to our rules, but nevertheless, we have compassion. The ger did nothing wrong. He yashin his father. He doesn't have to sell a whole lot in one go. Sell slowly. So we're saying now, we, we know those rachamim on the one hand are very strict, on the other hand, they are very understanding. So if a person, let's say, made a, a neder to buy a house, or to, to get married to a woman in Israel, we don't say, okay, well, you have a neder, we have a rule by a neder about the acha, don't delay. As soon as you enter Israel, the first woman you see, marry. First house you see, or it comes available, buy. Ajim says, hygienist like. You have to actually find one that's appropriate. We don't say, oh, Baltach. It's as if you made up in your mind. When I said I'm going to marry a woman from an Israeli, you meant someone that's suitable, not the first one that comes through your door. Umaisa, in fact, there's a story of a woman. Her son was pushing her, pushing her. You're alone, single, go get married. And she got so angry, she jumped and said, no, she made a shvua. Anybody come forward with a proposal, I will never turn them away. And the cultural liberalism So people heard about it, took advantage. People are totally not suitable, proposed. And 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 she didn't want to marry them, but she made another. She boy and here it's worse. She actually said it. She said, she said, call me Shiyava. In the first case, she didn't say anything. So we are we are, interpret his words, you know, the first suitable. Here she said, the first person that crosses my door, my threshold. came to the rabbis, Amru, they said, No, she didn't say it, she meant someone that's appropriate. Then we say, just like we say, you shouldn't raise goats and sheep in, in, in Israel. So too, you shouldn't raise a chayadak, for example, a deer and so on. Um, uh, or, or, for example, fox. You shouldn't raise fox as well. Rabbi Shmola, Mishmola says, Megadlin Klovin, and some people want to read Koifer, people who are, of course, no. Klovin cover means tiny little dogs, like a cocker spaniel, little tiny dogs you're allowed to have, yeah. uh, maybe because they don't frighten anybody. And Rashi says, midgets, dwarfs. So I'm not sure what that means. Does it mean physically in size? But that all, that's a whole species. Maybe maybe that's what it means that he's describing a species that they're all tiny. Um, but Rashi says another shot. Club and Kaifimir, they are large dogs, but they're hunting dogs, and and therefore and they don't cause damage. I guess and they don't hurt anybody. The chasulim, you should not have cats. Interesting, we'll soon see. Sorry, sorry, we got the club. Sorry, the chasulim we'll see. We'll see in a minute. You know, okay, and cats. Sorry, take it back. And the kaifim and monkeys. You have pet monkeys. The chuldus and weasels that hang around thorn bushes, you're allowed to have these. These animals, they clean your house out from mice and pests. Monkeys do that. 
Okay, please do. My chulis anoyim. What do you mean weasels that hang around? You know the thorn bushes. I'm gonna read a shir. It's shirotz chartza. These are called shirotzim. The chartza that dig their way underneath the thorn bushes. Vikadamli and others say these are chartza de katina shakin. They have very small feet. And they hang around between the roses. Same idea. They're very low and they they eat up all the pests of there. Um, he says, watch um, that go uh, that go underneath these these whatever these uh, little bushes and and uh, and so on. You treat bubble like Ezra when it comes. To we don't want even in bubble to raise goats and sheep. We don't want goats and sheep in bubble. And um and, and, and what do you mean why? Because when Rav uh, came came to bubble, you remember Gemara Gitin Avav. We talked about over there when you bring a get from somewhere in the world, you have to say before nine we saw it being written, we saw it being signed, and we had two reasons. One of them is because of Bishel and Bikin Lishma. They don't know the laws. But we made bubble. bubble. When Rab came to bubble, we treated bubble like Israel. Because everyone knows how to learn. So the different pshatim there. Some say what Rab brought. So one pshat is Rab made a, a place of learning. Now the truth of the matter is we learned already in Tanakh that Golos Yechonya eleven years before the destruction of the first base of Migdash, Yehoyachin went there with all the rabbis. So they set up, but they set up camp in Nedoy, and Shmuel came to Nedoy. He became a chief rabbi in Nedoy. So when Rab came, so Shmuel was there already. When Rav came, he didn't want to move into Nadoi, take away from Shmuel, so he went to Sura. And at that time, only one city, the metropolis of Nadoi, was there's a bastion of learning and yeshivas, but not the rest of Bubble. The rest of Bubble, they knew nothing. They were Amaratsim. So when Rav came, in fact, we learned, you know, Bika Matzabah, we learned Marchul, and Rav came, he saw Bika Matzabah, Godabah. He saw that there was big holes, big valleys, and he made fences. They were all Amaratsim. So he moved to Sura, and he brought Torah to the rest of Bubble. So therefore, bubble now is transformed into a holy place. In fact, remember, Rabbi Huda said in the end of Subhas, If you make an aliyah to Yisrael, leaving bubbles to Israel, you're actually because bubble is a place of learning, as the Miri learns over there. Oh, Rabbi Yimri uh, did it all the time. Yeah, you dark people, therefore you're dark. <clears throat> yeah, Rabbi Yimri. Yeah. When the Torah says Eretz Zolas, follow the brush. It means follow Israel. Yeah, brush is Yeah. You import it. You import the milk. And holy Israel. Import it, guys. You import milk across the deserts of the final peninsula road. You had Surah. Maybe in Surah, because Surah you allowed to have goats. How far was Surah from Israel? And Lebanon north, and they had. On the one hand, we were having a big trial. Look at this guy. This guy was sick. He needed goat milk, and and, and he and he yeah. went against the chamim. Anyway, others say that when Rab came to bubble, he he taught us, as we'll soon see in a minute. He told us that you should know that bubble has Israel, not from today, but from once upon a time. Tell me, how come you have goats? Why do you have goats? My goats, we already had it before. His wife's name was Chayvah. I mean, what a name. His wife's name was Chayvah. And she says, my wife, Chayvah. Remember, we talked about that for women is allowed to, uh, you're not allowed to shave the, the pace of your 
of your kid. So they asked the woman, how come your kids have no pace? So, oh, my wife, Chayu, does it. And the same Vada Baba cursed him there and cursed him here. If you remember, you know, some of them, you know, you're only tagging eyes. And my wife Chayva takes care of the monitor this uh, goat and make sure it doesn't wander in other people's grounds. That Chayva, different ways of understanding Pshat, but basically it's either a curse, he says Chayva should bury all her children. But Taisa has a very different Pshat. He says here, Chayva, and this is very interesting, and this is maybe interesting. If Chayva is going to be preoccupied and take care of the goat, who's going to take, who's going to raise her children? Like she's burying her children. As if to say, this is one of the, the I think the Yaqvim says, if you have animal pets and you start having a bond with your animal pets, you get so involved with your animal pets, when do you have time for your own children? Which is a very interesting thing now, you know, what's going on. So that's how Taishas learns. Is Chayva takrin If she's so involved with her goats, when are you going to bury him? Cool. But the pile, even if, he, if, even if he meant that, it sounded like she's burying her children. Cool as as long as Adam was alive, every son that he had died. Everyone he had died. Mechayva, from Chayva. He might have had another wife, but from Chayva, every son died. Because um, when, when a tzaddik gives a curse, even if he didn't really mean it to be a curse, that's what happens. So he cursed him twice. And Ikidamari, others say, people have a problem that Rabbuna said his name is Rav. Because look what it says here. From when Rav came to bubble, he said about himself, now, Baba's like Yisrael. It's very hard to understand that Rav would say that. So, therefore, those who have this gear, say that Rav said that, that I want you to know that back from the second base, from the end of the first base of Migdash, Bubble had the status of Yisrael, but he's the one who revealed that halacha, so he can say about himself. Now that I came, I want you to know. But it's not starting for me. It's it's retrospective back from then. Anymore tells us. That is the problem. Look at if Rashi, look at Rashi Rabla Baba. Rashi says now there's so many Yidin living there because he built all these extra yeshivas. So therefore you have a lot of Yidin there. Um the, so the problem, so if you learn this Rashi here, it's nothing to do with that Yisrael. This whole idea is because Jews are there. But in the Mishnah Rashi says, Mishum And that is the problem. Because in, in other words, if you if if you take out He's exactly, exactly. So that's what Rashi is very hard to understand. Yishev Yisrael is one thing, and Stam Sodas the Yisrael is another thing. So which one is it? If it's that, if the reason because the skate are still from Yishev, what's Chilka Yisrael or Melbourne? Same thing. But Rashi starts with Yishev Yisrael as if Rashi is trying to say there are two reasons. Maybe that's what he's saying. But what do you need? The, what do you need? The reason of Yishev Yisrael the bubble is the same law. On the other hand, bubble also had kedusha. So maybe bubble also is, is a little like Yishev Yisrael. Not clear. Not clear. So, but what's what's what 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 do you have to add that if the if the reason is you were scared of stealing from Yiddish properties, what's in that exactly? What's in the Yishev Yisrael? So then, how's bubble? Of that other reason, maybe. But I should. Doesn't say that. Rashi just says here because he's stealing. Anyway, let's continue Gemara. Talking about Rav and Bubble. Rav Rabasi. These three Amoraim once met together. Rashi was in Echisrael, but he also lived in Bubble. So Rav Shmuel Rabasi equal the base Shavu Haben. Now this Gemara is very interesting because this is the basis for Shavu Haben. They came to a Shavu Haben. The Amri others say Lebe Yeshua Haben. Now what in the world is Shavu Haben and what's a Yeshua Ben? Shavu Haben is a bris milah. And why is it called Shavuah Ben? Because it, has, it happens after seven days, the eighth day. It's called Shavuah Ben. Yeshua, what's Yeshua Ben? So Rashi says Yeshua Ben is a pidyon Ben. 
So the Mephoshim finds it very interesting. In Rashi, when it comes to Yeshvu HaBen, he says, Bris Miller, because seven days go by. Nothing about a party or a Suda. When it comes to Yeshua HaBen, which is Pidyan HaBen, look at how she says it, Mishta, they were making a Suda. Sha'oisin Lepidyan HaBen. So they learn from Rashi here, there's no mitzvah whatsoever to have a Suda by Bris. Amazing. The, the Achreinim here learned from Rashi, there's no mitzvah, because Rashi adds a Suda by Pidyan HaBen. Doesn't mention a word about a Suda by Bris Miller. It's like deliberate. Because if, if it's to do with a Suda and, and Bris Miller was first, Rashi should have said, Mishnah uh, Bris Miller, whatever it is, and then explain what it is. <laughs> All the reasons. Yeah, but no, but Rashi is saying here, yeah, because there's a whole question is a Bris Miller a Suda's Mitzvah? So there's a Chavis Yer, in, in, uh, Chavis Yer, unbelievable, safer, but Chavis Yer in um, Chuba Ayin. Goes through what are what considered ah the Yam Shishlein and Mashal fascinating Mashal on this Gemara here very important what is a Sudas Mitzvah so for example a Bar Mitzvah he says a Bar Mitzvah if it's Boy Biyoyim on that day it's called a Sudas Mitzvah if it's not it's not unless you say a Pulpul or a Mimer he doesn't use the word Mimer Pulpul he says Vatayra or Shiravitish Bach actually no he says Shiravitish Baches. So the Mepharshim say that the Mashal's times, no Bar Mitzvah Bachar ever said a Dvar Torah. They never did. Otherwise, Mishir Tishbachar. The Dvar Torah was the, was the thing. But others said Dvar Torah. So, so the Mashal goes through what's a Suda's Mitzvah. A Siyum is a Suda's Mitzvah. But the, the Chavis Yer goes further. Basically, he says, if you're going there because of the Mitzvah, if the party is because of a Mitzvah, that's called a Suda's Mitzvah. So he said the Hanukkah party, he said, is not a Suda's Mitzvah. Even though Shukh says it's a little bit of a mitzvah. He says it's not because you're going to have fun. It's not, uh, you're not going for the, where is the mitzvah chanik to have a meal? But anyway, so you, very interesting this Rashi here and you need to explore it further. And the question comes up, there were a number of people, and I'm, I'll just quickly tell you, there's a number of people who make a, a vow, they will not eat outside the house unless it's a mitzvah. I remember I once were at a grown house. Today we consider a bris mill of sodas mitzvah. We, we're in halacha, we don't follow this Rashi here. So I remember in Rabbi house, and somebody called up. He had he this person made this vow that he will only eat outside of his house by a Sudas mitzvah. He was going to a bris that was on thing, and there was a whole meal prepared. And when the moil came to the bris to circumcise, he realized the baby was still yellow. And you no, know, yesterday it wasn't, but it came back. And he said, "Sorry, we have to postpone the bris." So he called up. The meal was made for the bris. But the pile would like to have a bris. Is this called a Sudan Mitzvah because it has butter? That was a fascinating question. Anyway, at that time we didn't know about this Rashi, but uh, interesting question. So, yeah, but the question is about him. Is it a Sudan Mitzvah when the bris did not take place? Okay. Anyway, Taisha disagrees with Rashi. And this is the basis. Now, let me just tell you, you some of you probably don't even know this. What is in Sua Ben? Rashi says Pidyan Aben, and Tasha doesn't like it at all. Tasha says Pidyan Aben is not called Yeshua. Yeshua means you saved. What means you saved? Redeem. If the Gemara meant Pidyan Aben, it should have said Purkan Aben. So therefore, he says, he says, when a child is born, it's called Yeshua because you took it out of the mother's womb and the child came out alive. So it's, it's especially in those days, it was, you know, a lot of children never didn't come out alive or the mother was in danger. So Yeshua is a big Yeshua here. And therefore, they made a party. What Sudha is he talking about here? What's the Sudha of Rabbeinu Tam? The Truma Sadeshin says, Shalom Zacher. So where do we get Shalom Zacher from? Is a Truma Sadeshin. He's the first one who mentions it. And he understood 
Rabbeinu Tam, when he said they made a Suda. So therefore, it's like a Suda's Haidah. If it's a Suda's Haidah, then the Shalom Zachar is a Suda's Mitzvah. Yeah, but that we just made it up. There's no basis. This is the basis right here. If you ever want to know basis of Zachar right here. Others learn, and let me just tell you how I know about this. Others learn it's Vachnacht, the night before. The, the night before. Now, um, I don't know if you know, but in the Polish belt, Vachnacht is a chasna. It's, we do little, we have little kids coming over, and the father stays up all night. They say Krishna and Sukim, and they have a little potato chips. They don't even go to the bris. They don't go to the bris, but the Vachnacht is a chasna. It's, it's mamish like a, it's, it's exactly. It's a, and where do they get that from? That's how they learn a Benetam. The night before is Yeshua Ben. Isn't that the whole point to protect the child, right? Yeah, that's what we do. That's our meaning. No, no, it's as soon as I thought. That Benetam says that this child came out alive. Yeshua, look, it says a lesson here. Um, the last line at the bottom of the page. That what is it that you came out alive? So the Mephoshim asked Rabbi Tam, and I've never seen a good answer. So if that's what it's all about, the Shom Zohar, nothing to do with the bris. It's the fact that Chalkin alive. Why do we do it for a girl as well? There are some people now who make Shom the Kavis. But, but according to Rabbi Tam, if that's what it's all about, why don't they make a party for the Kavis? Or Vachnach. If Vachnach has nothing to do with the bris mill, it has to do with the fact that the child came out alive, we should do it. The Rebbe made a big thing that you have to make a Kiddush. So that's exactly what it is. The Suda Saidah. For a girl, it should be the same as a boy. So we have a Shalom Zohar for that Surah Shadar, whatever it is, it should be here as well. Interesting stuff. Getting back now to our Gemara. So these three Amaraim, Rav, Shmuel, and Rav Asi, they came to the Tshuva Haben. So how we digress. I'm not sure Haben. Rav, Rav refused to enter the house before Shmuel. Why not? Because Rav, there's a story we had in the Gemara where Rav was very sick. Shmuel was a doctor. Rav at that time did not know Shmuel. And 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 Shmuel came in to save him, and he gave him some kind of a I don't know medicine that or whatever needle or something, and it was Rab was in terrible pain, excruciating pain, because, as a result of that, for short term. But then it healed him. As soon as Rab was in excruciating pain, he cursed him. You should never have any sons. And afterwards, it turned out to be that Shmuel saved his life. So he always gave cover to Shmuel, even though Rab was much older than Shmuel was older than Shmuel. And Rav learned by Rebbe, and Rav, we learned, you know, remember that you know who Rav was? There was a fire around Rav, even though Rashi and Gitten told us that Rav was a mediocre student by Rebbe, which is hard to understand, but it's like a fire around him. But Rav made a promise that he will always give cover to Shmuel. Now, Shmuel never had any sons. We always learned Bansay to Shmuel because of that curse of Rav. He kidnapped, yeah. But but Rav cursed him. So Rav made a promise he will never go in front of Shmuel. So Shmuel like, I come Rav, but Shmuel would not go in front of Asi. And Rashi says, why wouldn't go in front of Asi? Because Asi was greater than him. Even though he's younger, Asi was a bigger time of Rashi says, you menu. But the problem was Asi was a student of Rav. So Asi wouldn't go in front of Rav. Ravasi like, Rav. All three are stuck by the door. Nobody's moving in. Amri man is... Who should be the one staying, you know, staying back so that is Nisr Shmuel Venei Rab Rabasi. Let Shmuel stay on the side and Rab Rabasi go in. So Rab going first and Rabasi says Talmud. Rabasi going second. Now the Gemara says Venei Rab Rabasi. Why did Rab going first? So we answered Rab Rab Milsa Ba'almu who the Shmuel. He once gave this curse 
to Shmuel, and because of that story I just told you, the Latya Adabre Rav because he cursed him, he decided to always give Shmuel the cover Shmuel be first. So by having Shmuel standing outside, so he's not he's not um, going ahead of Shmuel because Shmuel's not the door. So Shmuel stepped back. So now Rav and Avasi worked it out. Look at the kind of problems they had in those days. Who should give more cover to who? Yeah, exactly. I go first. In the meantime, in the meantime, while they were having this whole argument, a cat came along and cut the liyada dinuka and chewed off the hand of this baby that's supposed to be a mallet. Now, interesting, there must be some hayra in this, some hayra that they're all arguing about cover. They don't argue in a good way, but the fact that they're having um, some kind of an argument, something is. Meanwhile, a cat came in. The kid was not for grab a dog. Rav came out and made a rule. Feral cat should not be around. Go to Yishalayim. But also the kaimai. You're not allowed to have a cat. But anybody mishum gezel. Somebody steals it. There's no gezel. There's no owner. But anybody mishum hasha avail by him. And don't return it to the owner if you find these feral cats. Same Yishalayim. You can't cut all down. This is that tripping out. Neither a cat nor a lizard. Heard. The key with the owner with the hargai. If you tell me you're allowed to kill the cat, my knee is also the kaimai. What do you have to tell me that you're not allowed to keep it? If you have to, if you're allowed to kill it. Mao the tame I would have thought Mutal Harga means he'll to kill it, but he said like we're not gonna condemn you for it. Kamashlan, no, go kill it. Kill the cats, the danger. And we'll soon see not all cats. Amri, some of them are cute, but not the ones you think. But Kivan Ahmed Amershun Gazum, if you tell me that you're allowed to steal it, you gotta tell me don't give it back. There's no Mitzvah Hush of My neighbor back. You would have thought after you killed it, maybe the hide of the cat. I'm not sure what they do with cat skins. Yeah, they give it, yeah. So you, you don't give it back. You can keep it. Well, ask your question. We just learned before. allowed to have these small little dogs or these uh, hunting dogs with allowed to have cats. The craven monkeys, the chulas and these little weasels that hang around thorn bushes. They all clean the house. You tell me you don't have cats. Like Kashi. This is a dark one, a white one. Now, you think the white ones are cute and the dark ones are the other way around. The dark ones, you're allowed to keep. It's the white ones that are dangerous. The ones that look so cute and the others, they're dangerous. That story of Rav that the cat came in and chewed off the kid's hand, was a dark one. You got to trace the yichas. It was a black cat, the son of a white one. So it had all the genes of a white one. Danger. He asked a question. If it's a black one, but the son of a white one, does it have the genes of a white or black? So he must say, no, you missed Ravina. You have to go further back in the pedigree. So if the, 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 you know, the, the parents are white, no question that this black one there is dangerous. But if the grandparents are black, so the question is, how much influence do the grandparents have the grandchildren? No, the grandparent was a, a righteous person. The parent was a terrible person. Yeah. Well, the other way around, yeah. So that, that's the question. So the grandparent is a righteous person. The parent is a terrible person. The grandson. What's the chance of the grandson growing up to be the grandparents or the parents? Interesting. That's his question. Interesting. Okay. Um, Setting about a... And my said that we knew the Zayd of this cat, the Zayd was white. Okay, go understand this more. Now, I remember Abu Hushpring once came to Yeshiva Maristan and to Faharas. And I remember we learned Babakama then, we learned Muruba, go back a long time ago. 
and he says, where does it say Chabad and Shas? Right here. We didn't get there yet, but uh, right here. Chabad. This is the this is the acronym for the, the, the names of our Papa's children. Chabad, Bich, Bokh, and Simon. Where does Chabad come here? To remember these names. The names of the children of Papa, the second letter of each name. Omar Ab Achaba Papa, so it's a ches. Ach, there's a ches in the middle. Mishur Ab Abba Papa, a base. Mishur Ab Adaba Papa, which is a dal, that's Chabad. So the first three children of, of, of our Papa were Chabad. But I'm the other say it was not the member of Papa had a lot of children, we say it in the end of the Sechta. But I'm the other say, Amr Ab Abba Ba Papa, Mishur Ab Abba, which is a base. Mishur Ab Chia Ba Papa, which is a yud. Mishur Ab Achaba Papa, which is a ches. The third version is all Papa's children. The question: Which ones? I remember we used to bring with us. He says, you know, it wasn't this Gemara, but just similar idea. The Gemara gives one name, another say was another name. Do you really care which name it is? And you see how you're supposed to learn that it's not only it's that what Emes is. It's not just what they said; it's who said it as well. Every word in Gemara has to be truthful. So, because some of you say, "Who cares?" We want to know what they said. No. Usually, just remember the stories and cases. Yeah, here is this a lot of names and whose name and who said and whose name and whose name. Just tell the last guy who said Masriyan Alachicho. That if you have this itch that everybody has to scratch themselves against the wall, you could go ahead and and go ahead and you make Tanais and you do everything you have to do when there's a plague. Uh, <clears throat> it's talking about boil that cause that makes it very very itchy, <clears throat> and you can't see scratch yourself. A plague. Uh, a door that shuts it doesn't open quickly as the Mephoshim say what it means here is I mean Rashi is here but they say if an opportunity knocks on your door you must take it because who says it'll ever come back again and and uh, and because once if, if once a door closes and you no longer have Hatzlacha it doesn't open up so fast if somebody buys a house you're allowed to write a star even a shop we had this in Gitten the Chesma base where we said over there that you can, and on Shabbos, you're allowed to write it, talking about, you know, using a guy. And even though you're not allowed to have a guy, we'll say in a minute. Mace, that's a question. But any other play that comes on the community, uh, for example, itching, chagav, zvuv, sidav, yatosh, all of these different kinds of insects that, you know, flies, mosquitoes, and wasps, and all that. Gnats that bother you. And then scorpions and snakes. And they didn't go ahead and blow the shape and all that. They just scream. And here you're telling me that for for chichuch, it's so dangerous that you know you go to the next step like kashes. It depends if the boils are moist or they're dry. When they're moist, they're much worse. They were moist on the outside and they were um, and dry on the inside. So these boils that were moist and outside were very yeah. So the Gemara Vedelas Hananelim had a tip to the door that closes doesn't open so quickly. And Rashi says that why do we have to know that? So you should daven a lot harder. If if things are going south, you have to daven a lot harder. Mahi, what is that? The case is talking about himself. He they wanted to give him smicha. And they wanted to make him the head of the yeshiva. And then suddenly, Mar Balabashi showed up and they fell in love with him and they, they pushed him out. And even when Mar Balabashi left, they never gave it back to him. Once he, was, once he lost that capacity, he lost it. Things go, go sour, things don't change quickly. You say, I go further. Once things are negative, it, com- it never goes back. 
unless you dab him very, very hard, as Rashi said. Um, uh, was actually talking about himself because he was Rosh Hashiva and they, they, they pushed him off and never got back to position. Rashi says over here, only if you buy a house from a going. Rashi spells it out even more in Gitan. Only if you buy a house, the midst of Yeshiva Yisrael to buy a house, if you buy a house from another Jew, you have not fulfilled the midst of Yeshiva Yisrael. Rashi says the only time you're Yitz the midst of Yisrael is if you buy from a goy, so you, therefore you make, you're inhabiting the land of Yisrael. And, and so, so it seems not actually there. You don't have to personally go there. As long as you bought a house from a goy and you pushed them out, then you inhabited the land of Yisrael. And Rashi, this says something else. When do we allow you, when do we give you a special decision on Shabbos if the guy is about to leave town? Which sounds like if the guy is not about to leave town, we don't allow you to do to have a goy write for you on Shabbos, a document, do a malacha de raisa because the mitzvah is ready to throw. But Al-Tarebbe Shekhanorov takes out that condition, Al-Tarebbe Shekhanorov says in the Shabbos, that regardless, that if a, a mitzvah is ready to throw, you're allowed to have a goy write a document because we're scared the goy will change his mind. Even if he's not leaving town. Based on that al there's a whole discussion if you're allowed to have a guy building houses on Shabbos in Echisro. And because generally in Chutzlaj, we don't allow because you know, the guy's working for you. But over there, the guy might change his mind. If there's any reason to believe that the guy might change their mind, or you know, the work is fickle and you know, today they're here and who knows will be around tomorrow, you're allowed to have, as Avnei talks about, you're allowed to have a guy building for you on Shabbos in Echisro, which is amazing. You think it's always a holy place, it's got to be more strict. There we have, because the Yeshiva is so. So we have a Shabbat like that, right? Now, the more things that you yourself can do in Mulach Deraisa. You're allowed to instruct a guy. Tell a guy to do something. You're having a guy right for your star. And the half of the meal is not a good thing. You're having a guy right for your star. Why is it so special about Yeshiva Yisrael? Some say because there's so many other mitzvahs tied to it, Truman and Mises and all that. So it's not just one mitzvah, it's a multiple of mitzvahs. Therefore, you're allowed to, uh, you're allowed to, a uh, goy or dafka Yishev Yisrael is, is a unique mitzvah. The Vilna Gun student, the Pasa Shulchan, when he went to Israel and made the Aliyah, he, uh, in his safe of was all about Eretz Yisrael at that time. You know, you know that the Chassidim all went to Tveria and uh, the Vilna Guns, Tamil, all went to Hebron. And um, so the Pasa Shulchan is full of questions about Eretz Yisrael. Um, so they, um, he says that Shkula Yishev Yisrael equal to all the mitzvahs in the Torah. Mishnah Yishev Yisrael is in the Torah. The Rambam holds down the mitzvah in the Torah. The Ramban learns like Rashi. Even though the Ramban is the one who says Yishev Yisrael is a big mitzvah, but he learns clearly it's only when you're buying a house from a guy and chasing the guy away. If you're buying a house from a kid, it does not apply at all. No, it's chasing a word the Gadish Goyim. So then some Akhrain want to say, based on this Ramban and Rashi, especially the Ramban, they want to say that you're allowed to travel Madh to buy a house in Edisrael, you're allowed to do Yisur and Rabban and like Shwasta Akum. They want to say you're allowed to do and Rabban to travel to to make Aliyah, which is like you know, extending the envelope a little bit. And, and most people don't like that. Uh, if somebody buys a city in Etisrael, yeah, that's true, yeah, whatever. You want to make the highways and the byways, everything should be easy, accessible. You have a little area there, make sure that it's accessible in all four directions. Everything should be signposted. You have trains from your shalim over to Tzfas. Travel in Etisrael should be as easy as possible. All because the Mitzvah Etisrael. This long taste is here, the same taste that we had in, in Gitan, and this is the big question. 
So before mitzvah, you're allowed to tell a guy to do something. So can you tell a guy to do any mitzvah? You forgot your your, your siddur at home. Can you tell a guy, bring me a siddur and let him drive, go to Shusharabim and bring it to you or not? You're allowed to tell a guy to do an isa the raisa for you. So um Tayshis holds, even here, it's only generally only certain rabbani you're allowed to do, except Yishevay Tisro. Others say you're allowed to have a guy do an isa the raisa for Tzarek Mitzvah or Tzarek Chayla. Others say... Well, Others say, okay, so yeah, the Bahag yeah. says that by Mila, you see, allowed to do that. In Mitzvah, you're allowed to cross over to bring the knife, is talking about him. The Bahag says you're allowed to. So the Bahag itself is an argument. Is he only talking about Mitzvah Mila? Why should Mila be different than anything else? Because the bits of Mila itself, you're doing a Malacha the Raisa, the Taylor suspended that Isa, you're doing Chabalot, you're doing Chabura, you suspended Isa, and Shabbos, you can do it. So therefore, so surely the student Rabbana to, that, that relates to Mila, you're allowed to do on Shabbos. But all other mitzvahs, you're not allowed to. Others disagree. They're called the Bahag. Big machlekes and halacha, big machlekes and everything else. Continue tomorrow in Mitzvah Shem.